We are back to preview uh, week 15 already. We're flying by. Um, Too fast. Yeah. Soaring, flying. There's not a player on waivers that I can't claim. <laughs> so, um, yeah, <laughs> we already talked about the Thursday night game in um, our, uh, our review. So let's uh, jump right into uh, Tampa and Detroit. So with the injuries, we'll go game by game with them. So Tampa-Detroit, uh, the big thing was we lost some receivers last week. We lost Evans and Marvin. So none of them. And then we've got Jameis Winston and Bo Scarborough listed as questionable. Um, I think Winston's going to end up playing. Um, no clue on Scarborough. Don't know how much that matters per se. but Can't run on him anyway. Yeah, it's not It's not like you know, like you want to play one of those running backs regardless. But uh, who, who are you on in this game? So, definitely think Detroit's like, entire defense is not good right now. So, this should be a strong Jameis week again. Um, he could throw picks, of course, but he can also throw lots I mean, of He will throw picks, of course. Right. He's going to do a little bit of both. He's going to do a little bit of both. Oh, there's the uh, hot take siren. There it goes. Uh, I wish it wasn't so impromptu. Yeah. <laughs> Jameis Wilson throwing picks is only out take. But... Wow, there's a whole. Uh, is Trump coming by? <laughs> like, Jesus. This is how it's getting wild over there, dang. Yeah, man, it's a zoo of lights. <laughs> don't, don't stare into them. Ah, <laughs> I stared into them directly. I know it's what you said not to do, but I can't resist. <laughs> Oh gosh, but um, yeah. So. Yeah, so strong Jameis Day means strong Godwin Day. No Evans. Yeah, no no Mike Pecans as uh, we're gonna call him now. No, no Mike Mike Pecans. Yeah. So can can you can you uh, share again how that came about? <laughs> uh, texting Josh, one of our mutual friends, just about. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think I was mentioning that OJ Howard would be getting a little more target share with with him being out and my phone auto corrected Mike Evans to Mike Pecans. And it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's fitting. I like it. <laughs> Cause he's a nut. Mike yeah. Pecans. I'm like, it looks better in a text though. Like than in conversation uh-huh. because like Evans and Pecans, unless you're like saying it British, like pecans, that's more like, it. yeah, I see. I say, I say pecans usually. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not British, but I mean, pecan pie, you got pecan Mike. That's how it kind of works. Right, exactly. So, I dig it. you know, so, wh- just wh- in case. Where were we? <laughs> so yeah, Godwin Day, and then um, I'm kind of, so the two kind of like deep boxers everyone's been looking at now, it's going to be Justin Watson and uh, Rashad Perryman as the guys to kind of take over more after um, Mike Evans went down. I know you obviously mentioned OJ Howard um, as an option as well. Yeah, but he hasn't been getting it all year, so I'm, like, not... Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm just, like, kind of... I'm not feeling him, which is gross. I mean, he did get 4 for 73 last week, so maybe it is finally time. But uh, Rashad Perriman came in with six targets. Watson got eight targets. So those guys are, like, are viable, like, stream options. There's a, there's going to be a lot of options as far as, like, waiver wire receivers this week, so... Yeah, for sure. And then, and then yeah, on the Detroit side, I mean, Kenny Galladay is essentially their only offensive player, yeah, right? Well, without Marvin Jones, like he should just get like a metric buttload of targets, I imagine. And it's not yeah, like Tampa's so, going to stop him. 
Yeah, Tampa's secondary is still not good, so I still expect him to connect with a few of those, hopefully, 15 targets. Uh-huh. The good thing about David Blau instead of uh, Driscoll is Blau like, will push it downfield more and actually like just chuck it to Galladay a bunch. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. Fucking four yeah. birds every play. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, Galladay, I mean, good matchup, lots of targets. He should have a great week, just by volume even, like both like, Goddard and Kenny. And then... Um, I do like Danny Amendola as like a stream option, especially PPR wise. He did he find uh, he got eight targets last week, so with no uh, with no Marvin, he should kind of step into some more looks as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no Hawkinson, but I don't want to use like fucking Logan Thomas or Jesse James. So no, yeah, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say don't do that. But Amendola and Galladay should be getting peppered. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty pretty narrow there now. And then probably McKissick. Yeah, because no, no bow. Honestly, I, I'm not feeling that. Like even people, like it's tough because you think McKissick should get enough receptions to be PPR decent, but I don't know if like I feel good about him getting like much touchdown equity or like any yards really. <laughs> like, yeah, the thing is, like if I'm looking at the options they've got, they've got Kenny on the top, they've got Amendola going towards the middle. They still need like a dump off guy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could be McKissick, but Maybe. like it's not. If you're in the playoffs, you're probably not going to go get McKissick or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like because if, if you're looking for like a flex, you can do better than McKissick, I'm sure. Like I'd rather yeah. have one of those Tampa receivers, someone much more stable. Huh. And then um, kickers. I mean, I'm I guess I'm good with. Well, I'm about Tampa kicker. I told you, <laughs> cursed. But I think I guess either kicker's in a good spot here. Yeah, and I, I think the Tampa defense is fine too. They've they had a few weeks in fantasy where they were really rocking. Yeah, they 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 popped off randomly some, and this is a spot to do so versus Dave Blau. So, yeah, they got twenty two point eight points against Atlanta, and then thirty against Jacksonville with mm-hmm. Nick Foles. So, like David Blau, this could be both of those were road games, by the way. Hmm, interesting. Their defense killed them on the road, huh? Yeah, there's, in fact, there's no there's no causation. That's kind of just correlation. But say it and and like the only team they didn't do well on the road against was New Orleans, as expected. But yeah, so I think yeah, I think they're a good defensive matchup this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I like the choice there. Uh, next up, we've got Chicago Green Bay. As far as injuries go, we've got Taylor Gabriel out. Uh, the Bears tight ends are pretty gone. They're down to um, I don't remember his name. They're down to like two like no name guys at tight end. And then uh, Green Bay is yeah, actually pretty healthy. Yeah, I don't remember their names either. It's fine. Yeah, I think one is like Jasper or something. Let me check. Oh, so, okay, one is J.P. Holtz because he has some good. And then uh, Jasper Horstead. So it's those two guys. Um, so, yeah, probably don't want to touch those guys uh, in your fancy lineup. So, bangers, like, there's going to be some, but I feel like, but I don't know who. I don't know who is going to bang. Probably Aaron Jones and David Montgomery. Yeah. I do know Akeem Hicks is due back this week, I'm pretty sure. Is he? Yeah, because he's eligible to return this week, and he's been practicing. Oh, shit. That's pretty big, actually. I, yeah, I just remember that, because I was talking about someone last week. and <laughs> That's, like, big enough to make me, own, like, switch picks, potentially. <laughs> yeah, because he, he's huge for the run defense, but it looks like he's going to be back this week, as far as I'm aware. Because <laughs> that also makes it sound like they wanted to rest him for this game. Possibly. Because, yeah, I'm trying to remember when he went on IR, but basically his 
like eligible to return was is this week. Interesting. So that's like I, that's why I started typing Aaron Jones. I'm like, oh wait, and then I pulled it out. Yeah, pretty sure that's the case. Double check. I'm so right now. I've got the Packers. You do too. But to be honest, this is a game that throughout the week I seem to be leaning more towards Chicago. And like pros for Chicago, they are on a roll. They've won multiple straight. Like they haven't exactly played tough opponents, but they still have won the games that they're supposed to win, mm-hmm. which is super important. And Green Bay is a ten and three team with a plus thirty something point differential. Like it's <laughs> not convincing whatsoever. <coughs> and a defense that's really vulnerable. So like even this Chicago offense that we shit on a lot, they should be able to get something moving. It's in Green Bay, but it's not exactly like the conditions are much worse between Chicago and Green Bay right yeah. now. Let's see, what's the spread on this? The spread, so yeah, so it's now at four and a half for Green Bay. It was at seven, so the people have kind of gotten seven. Yeah, so it's been bent down a lot. So four and a half seems pretty like good. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I see this as like a twenty-four, twenty-one game. Um, yeah, I mean, it should be close. I agree. Yeah, and I, I. I don't know who's going to win right now. I really don't. Uh, it would be nice to see the Packers have a convincing win. Because mm-hmm. beating Washington by five is really not. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like Akeem, has, everything I've does is Akeem is, is supposed to be back this week. So assuming he is, it takes me kind of off the running game, Tom, just because he's such a huge boon for them. Don't really know who I like for Green Bay. Um, <coughs> Rodgers tends to do well at home. I think he'll be fine at home. Mm-hmm. If you have him in fantasy, you don't have to worry about benching him. Yeah, obviously Devontae Adams is always in play. That's kind of a given. But I, I think A-Rod keeps rolling, honestly. Like, like the Chicago passing game, I feel like, stays kind of, like I guess, hot, I would say. Just because, like, it's A-Rob and Miller has pretty much been it. Like, those two, it's a pretty narrow distribution. So, like, you can rely on those two to get enough looks most weeks. And they're they're just not running well in general. So, yeah, I'm holding up the Bears' little depth chart real quick just because I want to check it out. Is, is Taylor Gabriel done? Right? He's out. Yeah. So we've got essentially Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, and Cordero Patterson. Yeah, so you pretty much got two guys really to go to consistently. <laughs> you do have Tariq, and they do have Tariq. So, but yeah, it's like. It's, Pretty narrow at this point, so that's why I'm like into Miller and A Rob. A Rob's been balling; he's been hot. So he has been hot. I do think, though, the key to their offensive success will come from uh, Montgomery and Cohen chewing up the yardage. I mean, see, like it, the Packers' run defense hasn't been good, but like neither has the Bears' running game, and so like, it, no, yeah, it has not been good. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing, it's like, oh, does, like, the matchup push it enough, or is it just going to stay, like, really mediocre? Right. Well, that's sort of what I'm saying is, like, if the Bears are going to win this game, it's going to be through that. Okay. And the success of that happening. Whether or not it does happen, though, is sort of what I'm debating at the moment. Gotcha. How's their their O-line, I think, has some injuries, too. Like... I don't know. Like I, I guess for me, I'm just not understanding why their running game isn't better. I mean, they're just not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're supposed to have Matt Nagy, this great offensive mind, running this offense, and like, sure, Trubisky's not great, but you still have David Montgomery, your draft pick, and Tariq Cohen, who's very good. Yeah, I've, I'll have to go back and check. I'm pretty sure they're just getting like no big plays. Mm. But 
So I got one back and the other one, I think, with the Green Bay. So I haven't updated it for this week yet. But last week when I was talking about like some overperformers, um, Green Bay is like uh, by far the biggest quarterback overperformer. Um, they've been allowing like they've been like they were seventh in fantasy points, but like twenty fifth in yards. And I was like, that won't. I think I mentioned that won't cut. That won't come to fruition against Washington, but it could start to bounce back. And so like, I mean, their corner play is kind of evident. Like this. I expect the Chicago passing game to, like, keep going just because of how, like, the Green Bay pass defense hasn't been good and, like, the Chicago run offense has been bad. But, like, the, the thing is, like, you can run on Green Bay. That's why it's like, oh, maybe it does click this game. But, yeah, I, I don't really know, like, how it's going to play out exactly, but I feel pretty solid about, like, A-Rob at least. Yeah, I can – I like A-Rob for sure. I just wish I had, like, one other guy besides him and Miller to pick from <laughs> yeah it's meh but i i guess like for me i guess we'll do our like this guy or that guy like okay a rob or Lockett. oh i mean probably a rob right now because mm-hmm. that's that's what that's where i'm at and i have to make that decision against you actually this week <laughs> oh well shit yeah I, was, I, no, I wasn't asking just to like no no you're good yeah. yeah you're always good to do that we want it to be good uh-huh because you're right. Yeah. Right now, that's my plan is to, is to play him over Lockett because I feel better about it. But yeah, you have to follow some trends and uh, like right now, Lockett's not getting dog dick. Nah, I'm gonna laugh when he is now finally good from the flu and balls out. But Arab <laughs> just been killing it. So it's also like the Panthers. So like it's another opportunity for them just to run. Yes, this is exactly what Pete Carroll wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh great bad rundy mm-hmm. you know, just uh take the game off Lockett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the panthers have just given up at this point i feel like but yeah uh speaking of giving up we've got new england <laughs> at cincinnati so um we both have new england obviously uh <laughs> i mean i feel like brady should have a solid game just because i mean yeah i think they want to have like a get right game because i mean we know New England's Rundy's bad, but sorry, we know Cincinnati's Rundy's bad, but New England has not been able to run for anything. Like they're not really trying. Yeah, but like this seems like a perfect opportunity to get your pass game clicking again because it hasn't been. So it's a tune-up game. Yeah, like this is legit. I guess this is a tune-up game in my opinion. So that's why I like Brady here. Um, other than that, it's a pretty tough game to pick because, like, this would be a great Sony Michelle spot. But are you? Do you trust Sony Michelle? Oh, he's been so fucking bad now. I'm not doing <laughs> that. I don't trust Sony Michelle. No, yeah. James White. Maybe they've actually been like letting him run too. Is the weird part. Yeah, that the like Sony Michelle is so far in the doghouse that they're giving James White carries. Mm-hmm. So actually, Rex Burkhead led the team in carries last week. Which goes yeah, to show is... how little I want to touch these running backs. <laughs> it's a revenge game for Rex Burkett. Dude! <laughs> Goathead revenge! <laughs> oh my god, I forgot all about that. I'm going to have to strongly consider this now. <coughs> does he, like, I'm like, does he even like, have memories of Cincinnati at this point? Like... That, that would be like the ultimate troll. Like, alright... If you if you like max entry in DFS, you got like, if you if you're like a 150 lineup person in those big contests, you gotta get one Rex Burkett. You gotta. <laughs> I oh love my god! Is, but man, this one's hilarious. Oh gosh. In the narrative nobody expected. One man out for revenge. Five years in the making. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Rex, how do you feel about your upcoming game with Cincinnati? Oh, yeah, you know, just going to go out there. Should be good. Should be a good game. How fired up he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. He's ready. <laughs> He's roaring like a T-Rex. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's to him. Like, yeah! <laughs> Uh, yeah. He's fired but, up to impress the former home crowd. <laughs> the two, you like, cuss the two fans, like, we love you, Rex. There's, yeah, there's just like two of them. <laughs> this, it's it's going to be more Pats fans for sure. Probably, yeah. Uh, but fuck them. Um, anyway, New England defense, I also have as a banger here. Oh, yeah. And so, all right, Cincinnati side. I know there's someone you're really into as, like, a, as a deep option this week. It's just. It's happened a few times this season. I think Belichick's susceptible to big plays every now and then, especially when it's a really fast receiver. But I just feel like John Ross, man, this week, he's going to get just his big-ass play. He might have one catch for 76 yards and a score, but he's going to do it. He's going <laughs> he's gonna to get that ass play. He's going to get that ass play. <laughs> it's ass-eating season, baby. <laughs> That means it's John Ross time. <laughs> uh, I just because, like, let's be realistic. The Bengals are going to be losing for literally the entire game. Mm-hmm. They're like, I the only time they can have a lead is if they get the ball first and score first, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, they, they played. They pretty. They played okay against the Browns too. So, so, but yeah, exactly. So, like, Andy Dalton <clears throat> being. The, He's actually not a bad quarterback. He can throw the ball. Uh, John Ross is faster than everyone on the Patriots, like every single player. Mm-hmm. So the ability for him to get open shouldn't be a problem whatsoever. Yeah, because I mean, I assume it's going to be Gilmore on Boyd, probably. Like, I don't know if they put Gilmore on Ross. Most likely, yeah. So, hmm. and so I, I, I didn't put Mixon as a banger on here just because I don't see them getting enough points for it to do well. But Mixon has been getting the ball. Like, Time, even if you're yeah, leaving, I think so. he's still a solid RB two, low end RB two with his volume. Mm-hmm. So, um, I also it's kind of random, um, so with, with uh, Noah and Tate because he he's hurt, he's out, he's on IR. Uh, Alex Erickson, I think, is interesting as a PPR uh, choice as like the third receiver there. I'll tell you what, when I visualize the scoring that's going to happen in this game. Alex Erickson, like, name coming up seems very likely to me. Yeah, it's just, like, what are, like, what, I, could, I could so easily see, like, an 8 for, like, 80 games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm right there with you. So, I kind of like him as an option. Yeah, I, I, I'm, ass- I'm just assuming he lines up in the slot mostly. You know. <laughs> I'll double check, but I think he lines up in the slot mostly. Is uh, McCourty back? Um, I think so. I'll just, did he play last week? I'll have to check. Sorry, let me pull up. So we got Cincinnati. We got Alex Erickson, which is hilarious that he's relevant. Yep. Okay, it is. It is. Uh, oh, he, he. I'll do since week nine. All right, so he actually moves around a good amount. Um, they they have been keeping Boyd in the slot mostly. It looks like interesting. But um, yeah. So. I got Muhammad Sanu revenge game. <laughs> the former Bengal. That is true. There's there's two revenge games here. So how do you feel about Sanu then in that case? Do they uh, think they get Sanu cooking against his former team? Kinda, yeah. He's to me seems pretty likely as an option. 
I mean, like, let me look they can't the tackle. Screen. That's also true. <laughs> Bengals aren't good at tackling. Yeah, He's going to be running through the middle of the field on a sharp slant route that he can just house. Yeah, outside of Edelman, there's not like a consistent target for Brady. And he's had some games where he has peppered Sanu. So we have two revenge games here with uh, Rex and Sanu, man. This is getting wild. I still like Edelman more, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think you could safely put Sanu in a flex spot. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Because, like, it's though. a tune-up game, right? They want to yep. start getting some people integrated. Yeah, and, and it makes sense to get some, like, random dudes in. Bunch of random dudes. You know how Bill Belichick likes uh, it. Mm, baby. Short and white. Uh, next and up, white. we've got uh, Houston, Tennessee. Right now, you've got Tennessee. I'm unsure. I'll probably end up on Tennessee. Um, this one seems pretty straightforward, I think, fantasy-wise. I mean, Watson's obviously there. Tannehill, I think you you just keep rolling with him unless you've got a couple of the stud guys. Um, yeah, Teddy does get a nice matchup yeah. against Houston's secondary. Uh, Tennessee's defense, though, has been pretty solid. I'm not on Carlos Hyde, really. No, nah, yeah, I'm not really into the running backs at all. I haven't really been, you know, I don't think I've been on that much this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, as far as um, injuries go, Fuller's still pretty questionable. It's a hammy, so I don't feel great about him if he does play. Um, I know something came up about Derek, about Derek Henry. He's probable, though. I think he should be fine. So Yeah, I, he had a minor thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him a lot, of course. It's hard not to. And um, Hopkins, especially Fuller, that's going to get some targets, but the uh, Tennessee secondary is pretty banged up, so it looks solid for them for the Houston passing game in that sense. But yeah, this to me is like a 27-24 game. I have Tennessee just because they're the home team, but quite frankly, like if it were the other way around, I'd be picking Houston if it was mm-hmm. in Houston. So I'm just going to end up splitting their picks on the year. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, AFC South, that's fair. Um, you feel good about A.J. Brown as, like, a stream option. I don't think he'll do what he did last week, but he seems to be Tannehill's guy. Yeah, I also kind of like Jonu again. I thought you were going to say Corey Davis. I was like, please don't. No. <laughs> no. How did Jonu do last week? He did well. <laughs> Honk. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know we talked about him in the wake of... Yeah, him and Ian things. Thomas both snagged scores, I think. Yeah, Ian Thomas called out, yeah. No, with no Greg, he was really involved. But let me pull the Titans game. Let's see. Yeah, Johnny Smith did catch a touchdown, yes. Give me them tutties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he got three catches, 29 yards and a touchdown. But, yeah, dude, A.J. Brown, he only hit that 91-yard touchdown, but he still did well outside of that. I also think this game is likely we see some rushing scores from the quarterbacks. Which is why I think both quarterbacks are startable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. These guys are both mobile. So, yeah, this game feels, like, pretty straightforward, I think. Like, I don't think, they'll, I don't think there should be a ton of surprises. Yeah, it should be a nice, fun, good divisional game between mm-hmm. two playoff-seeking teams. It's not even a Thursday. Not even a Thursday. <laughs> but um, <laughs> next up, we've got uh, Seattle at Carolina. We both have Seattle right now. Mm-hmm. This, is this a, one's an interesting one. Like, yeah. if Ron Rivera was still here, I'd be taking Carolina. But most now likely. It's, now it's, what's his name? Perry Fuel. So. Yeah. Perry Fuel. Yeah. That sounds like a kind of weird energy drink. I don't need to put it's, uh, in my it's, body. It's, from, it's like Phineas and Ferb. Like, <laughs> the platypus. It's platypus juice. Yeah, isn't there, is there a character named Perry in it, right? There's Perry, Perry the platypus. platypus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's what I thought. So that's what he, he drinks, actually, for, for energy is it's Perry Fuel. 
I was thinking of Matthew Perry, like it's just his sweat <laughs> in a can. <laughs> Could you be any more excited? <laughs> Could you have any more caffeine? That's what it says on the bottle. <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, Chris Carson, this sets up as just the, a perfect spot for him because um, Penny's out. So, you know, Carolina has not been stopped by the run at all. They look demoralized. This just fits perfectly for Carson and what Pete Carroll wants to do. Yeah, this should be a massive Chris Carson week. This uh-huh. should, yeah, like I'm, I'm talking it. like 25 points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought you were say 25 carries. That sounds right, too. Also, yes. <laughs> also, yes. So, feel good about that. Um, as far as other Seahawks go, like... <laughs> oh, there's other other Seahawks I mean I I, like I really think it's Carson this week you know so I'm not high on pretty much any other Seahawk yeah where where are you putting Russell Wilson in the you can't bench him because he's Russell Wilson but you should temper your expectations like what if you're between Russell Wilson and Ryan Tannehill right now like can can you can you can you do Tannehill over him or like is that too tough like emotionally to do it's pretty tough emotionally. It would it would hurt me a little bit, but I I might do it personally. Yeah, that, that's a tough call just because Tannehill's been hot. I was like, when I was looking at this game, there are a few red flags for like the obvious Seattle win. The first being this is a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast for a 1 p.m. game. So mm-hmm. this is really the Seahawks playing at 10 a.m., uh, which sucks when you're traveling on the road and you have to go all the way to the East Coast and you live on the nice West Coast. It's, like, <laughs> warm and fun. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think everyone looks like Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, that's one of the red flags. The other is the point differential thing I was mentioning earlier. The Seattle Seahawks have, like, the worst – point differential for a overly positive team i've mm-hmm. ever seen they are 10 and 3 and they are plus 20 yeah that's that's literally just russell wilson magic <laughs> it's exactly it's pure russell wilson magic so like that's why i was saying if ron rivera was still the coach cam newton this would be a big like panthers upset for me mm-hmm. but they're missing some key elements there team is kind of down <laughs> Just a few key guys. Just, just a few. So, uh, yeah, going with Seattle, going with the run game. They're just going to run it down their throats. I don't think Russell Wilson needs to be Russell Wilson for them to win this game. I agree. So, I don't I actually, I actually, don't think he has a great fantasy day. I would probably put in somebody over him. Yeah, I don't think he has a huge ceiling. It's, again, back to what do you need if you need a ceiling. I don't think it's Russell here. Um, I don't – I guess other injuries. Luke Wilson is questionable. But I don't know if it matters. I don't think it does. And then uh, Greg Olson's questionable. That's the biggest thing because I think the Carolina tight end should be usable this game, actually, whether it's yes. Olsen or Thomas. Um, yeah, so that is something to watch for. Yeah. So so you got. I see you have some uh, Curtis Samuel whispers. Yeah, man, I'm, I've been getting them this week. As soon as I saw he was playing the Seahawks at home, yeah. guys started getting some of them whispers. Mm-mm. Means he's gonna get one. So, so I, I guess let me let me share how I see this game playing out. So I have I have the Seahawks defense as a play too. I think like the Seahawks get up via good defense and running, and then we see Carolina have to throw to get back in it. And so that's why I, I'm kind of on some of the Carolina passing options. 
because yeah, of, I am too. I like I think, but also at the same time being on the Seattle defense too because mm-hmm. they are going to shut them out at the beginning. Yeah, but yeah, I, I see some life in the Panthers' offense with right. between Christian McCaffrey, who should be able to run. Yeah, he's he's just a given. Like I don't we don't list him, but play him obviously. Yeah, so. And then, yeah, we you know, we don't list him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think DJ Moore is like an every week start territory now, right? Mm-hmm. Just put himself there. Cool. Um, but <coughs> yeah, this is kind of an interesting game. So um, what's the spread on this? It is uh, Seattle minus six and a half right now. Sounds about right. Yeah. Probably maybe a little more. I don't know. I, would, I could see it going up to like even nine, but um, yeah, it's roads are kind of tough. So um, anyway, next up we've by got, the end of garbage time, it might. Be yeah, that's true too. The garbage time they put it within a score. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah, but um, yeah, next up we've got Denver at Kansas City. Uh, with up Kansas City, I think this will be close though. This, the spread change is kind of indicated that too. Um, it's gone from it's gone from minus thirteen to minus nine and a half. But I think I think Denver will cover that. Um, they've been just playing way more spirited with Locke in there, like. They look like an act. They look like a legit football team. They're not like you know amazing, but they look like an NFL team at least. Right. They actually look like they give a shit. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. And so I'm pretty in on Sutton this week again. I I see no reason he should stop rolling. Yeah, I would have a hard time benching Sutton against the Chiefs. Yeah, because Locke's actually like getting it to him a lot. He's airing it. Out. He's like he's throwing it. You know, mm-hmm. he's airing it out. Um. Other than that, like, I personally think it's a bit of a down-to-earth game for Locke. I think uh, it's more about the Chiefs' defense having played a lot better lately. Yeah, they've been been doing better for sure, I agree. Yeah, they are at home. Like, I think the defense steps up a little bit and kind of makes his life a lot harder. So, I like where you have him in the stream category because I, like... I don't want to guarantee, but I, it seems pretty far-fetched to me that he'll get another 28-point performance. But to be expect something like 15 to 17, that's pretty likely to me. Yeah, um, he, he's not someone I consider starting over like an established guy. But like if it's two quarterback and you're struggling, like he's your guy. Like I, I'm okay with it for sure. Um, yeah, there's worse choices. <laughs> um, is Fant out? Is he's, he questionable? He's questionable right now. I think it's like a legit questionable. Fuck. Let me pull it up to be uh, sure here. But, because um, I thought he went out with a concussion. Let me check. Ooh. It would be Jeff Hireman then, right? Yeah, so I don't want to play. <laughs> uh, oh, no, sorry. It's a right foot contusion, is what they're calling it. Let's see. It looks like he's probable. Seeing. Um, well, maybe he partially participated Thursday, so I think it's legit questionable, honestly. So, yeah. Check his pri- uh, Friday participation. Um, it might end up being a game time decision. Like if he plays, he's uh, if he plays, he's in play fantasy wise. But um, for me, it's right. just Sutton is where I'm at really for this game. Yeah, and then any of the running backs for Denver because it is the Chiefs, and that is they are still weak against the run. See, I want to say Philip Lindsay, but like they didn't really get much running going against the Chiefs the first time around. So I mean, okay, let me look at who was the quarterback at the time. To check. That was Flacco. It was Flacco. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I mean, Lindsey makes sense. <coughs> He's getting the most carries. He was on last week. It, if like, I don't hate the Lindsey play, but I'm not like thrilled about it just because it, he like I don't, they haven't been generating a ton of rushing production in general. But I mean, it's only a matter of like he, he has not been getting the big plays at all this year, and that 
then there's a good chance I could start like breaking another way soon because that was what kept him pretty afloat last year. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a guy who's capable of it. So he had a lot of big plays last year that were highlight worthy. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess that Chiefs side though. So Damian Williams is questionable as far as Chiefs injuries go. But where are you on the Chiefs? Is it just kind of the big three? Yeah, I mean, I think Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey are all fine. Yeah, I I agree. I feel good about those guys. As far as like deeper guys, I I generally in this entire season have avoided the running back situation there. Like, and it really has never evolved into a clear cut dude. Yeah. So I, like, I I again am, am just not avoiding their run. Yeah, I'm I'm outy on that for sure. It's yeah, Chris Harris has been dust lately, so <laughs> yeah, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. All right, I I don't want to go to Sammy either, and Harden's not giving the ball enough, so yeah, Hardman's tough because it's he's like ultimate boomer bust. Mm-hmm. He could, like he he is totally the guy that just gets you one play for a touchdown, but sorry to bank on that. So I don't know if I want to go there per se, unless you're like super desperate or a homer. Yeah, need high upside. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, next up we've got Miami the Giants. This is not an ideal game. Um, so injuries, there's a lot here. So Albert Wilson and Devontae Parker both questionable with concussions. Hearns is questionable. I guess he was playing a little banged up during the game. Um, so I originally had it might be a rest day and stuff because he like seemed like he played fine, but I guess he was you know kind of hurt a bit. Not I don't know how severe it is, but I feel like he'll end up playing. I'm really not sure about Albert Wilson and Parker though. Um, assuming no Danny Dimes, I know they're talking about like, oh, he can law on it, but I know, don't rush him back, it's stupid. So, guessing no Danny Dimes. Um, Golden Tate is questionable, but I feel like he's going to go. And then we have Ingram and Red Allison, who are also questionable, but didn't play last week, so they are kind of more legit questionable. Either way, it's a general, it's a general shit show here with the injuries. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, so I guess to start, I assume, I think we can assume it's Eli again. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Eli? I think he's a fine stream. Um, Yeah, I kind of do too. Yeah. Uh, For me, uh, Fitz fully depends on... uh, Parker. Parker, yeah. I'll put him as an asterisk here. Just because that offense just went without uh, without Parker. Um, I I, I have Hearns as like a Parker-dependent stream as well. Like, if no Parker, then Hearns. Yeah. Although, I I think... What's the run of this game? It is... I think it got that down. It was 48, and now it's 46 and a half. Honestly, like, this is one of those games with bad teams I can see being, like, a low-scoring bad game as opposed to a high-scoring bad game. This is also... Is it Isaiah Ford? Yeah, he, he stepped in last week, too, um, once uh, Parker went out. I know, you, I know you brought him up, too, and we were texting a little bit about it. Yeah, he looked solid, not going to lie. He looked like he had a rapport with Fitz, so he's someone to keep an eye on, too, if Parker's out again. Yeah. But, um... As far as bangers go, so I saw something with Saquon, which took me off of him. Um, he was talking about his injury in his ankle. Um, he was talking about the mental aspect. He said, even though physically you feel like you're back, mentally you might be telling yourself that you're back, but you watch your film and you can see the way you're running and you're protecting yourself. You don't really think you're doing it, but it's naturally happening. So like, it seems like he's still not like mentally over the injury. And so that like, whenever a player is like not mentally like ready to come back from the injury or like they still feel like they're compensating a bit, that's like that really scares me off, and we've kind of seen it a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, because to me that means that there's a part of them in the back of their mind that knows they're not completely healthy yet, yeah. which is why they have hesitation. Yeah, and so maybe this is the get right spot for him. 
But it hasn't really been clicking this year. I mean, if you have him, it's tough just because of workload and matchup to really bench him. But I don't I don't have him as a banger, quote-unquote, this week. Because, like, that that literally scared me off of it. Like, I was going to put him as a banger, then I saw that. Damn. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have volume, so it's hard to say to bench him, right? Yeah. But... Like, numbers point towards banger. But that, like, little bit, like, really threw me out. Like, threw me off on him. So, um I actually think I think Shepard should ball out this week. Um, Shepard would be my pick as well from the wide receivers, like in b- between him, Tate, Slayton, whatever carousel they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the most Robbie-like. They're kind of bad on those vert like down routes that Sterling Shepard runs really well, mm-hmm. and then some of those slants. So um, I kind of like Shepard. Yeah, and we we obviously know the rapport there is with Eli and him. And Miami's pass defense is pretty bad, so this is a nice kind of get into a spot for Shepard. And um, he's the he's that classic like big play slot guy, so I'm I'm pretty into him this week. I think everyone's going to kind of chase Slayton, and we're going to see Shepard go off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. If you didn't have Slayton last week, you missed your chance. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to chase that big game. I mean, I don't think it'll do terribly, but I'm not. Yeah, I think it's going to. Yeah, yeah, I think away. it's going to rotate though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, next up we're on to the uh, 4 p.m. games. We start with Jacksonville, Oakland. We actually both have Oakland here. Um, Jacksonville's kind of in the dumps right now, just in general. They seem to be down on their head coach, not really playing for much after getting whooped by the Chargers last week. So oh, yeah, they looked like they quit. Mm-hmm. And then Shark got hurt too. Um, that's like the main injury. He's doubtful right now. Uh, yeah, if, with him not playing, it makes it hard for me to pick them. Yeah, and then um, on the Oakland side, we've got Jacobs is questionable, but seems like more towards probable. It seems like he's pushing to play. Hunter Renfro is apparently has a chance, but I, he's doubtful, I'm going to say. And then Foster Murrow's out as well. So um, if Jacob plays, do you like him, given this uh, Jacksonville defense? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I just put Oakland running back, because if he does sit, then Washington again makes sense. Um, what, do you th- what do you think about Carr? Are you into him this week? As a stream. Yeah, I think he and Minshew are both streamable just because of, like, the matchups. Like, each defense is not capable of stopping the pass. Yeah, Minshew, it's a total gamble because he can get you, like, 22 points. He mm-hmm. can also get you, like, 8 if he just gets fucked. And with no DJ Chark, that makes it really rough for me. Yeah. Because I, w- I was on Minshew until the Chark news, so... I'm off of him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I may I may pull him out of streaming at some point, but um, it, assuming there's no Chark, I do like Didi a lot as the next guy kind of up to get the most targets. Um, Minshew has shown a propensity to target to target Chark enough, or sorry, target Didi enough. And um, I mean, if there's more targets open, I think he and Fournette are the beneficiaries. Yeah, I like him and Fournette over uh, over Cole or whoever the hell else they've Conley. got now. Conley, yeah, but um, because yeah, I mean, we saw I mean Derrick Henry just run nuts over Oakland last week, so Oakland's yeah, kind did. of been struggling a bunch. I think they can get right this week, but they are yeah. also missing. I think their right tackle got hurt. Oakland, uh, yeah. Trent, Trent I think, Brown. I think I saw that. Let me check. That sounds right. Let me look. Because that that's a bummer. Like missing your the tackle is never ideal. Uh, yeah, he's no. not going to be playing. So that does knock Jacob some. 
But man, this Jacksonville Rocks defense has been atrocious. It's you, you got to target it. And Oakland yeah, I don't think it run. hurts it enough. Yeah, Oakland wants to run enough that it's yeah. So also, just like the, I just want to say it again. Just watching Oakland's offensive line, it's still so good. Yeah, they're still really good. When I watch highlights of their team, their line is just they're just massive. They're they, huge yeah. human beings. There's so many. They're so big that guys. they take up the, like the fat guy on a pilot, like on a plane. You know, it takes up like, like stuffed into the chair, and they're kind of like pouring out <laughs> of like all available loose areas. <laughs> that, that's what they do to like the last scrimmage. They just, just plug it up. Like yeah, they're just they're just wide all of them. Yeah, so, they're most yeah. of them are like six five plus, like three twenty plus. They're just enormous human beings. It's so funny. Monstrous. So yeah, yeah, I still think their O line so, is fine. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a situation of this defense is so bad at stopping this, and this offense likes to do that same thing. So <laughs> I think it'll work out. Um, next up, we've got Cleveland at Arizona. Right now, I've got Arizona uh, pulling off the upset at home. Okay. And you have the question mark still. I was torn on this, but I think I'm going to take the better head coach, at least what I believe to be the better head coach here. Yeah, I kind of I like I agree there too. I, this is a tough one for me. Yeah, I, I feel like this one's going like, to really shoot out. They should be able to win Cleveland just basically using Chubb and Hunt in yes. the running and passing game. And that they really probably wouldn't have to do anything else. But between those two and the return of Njoku, you, like, they should easily win this game. But will they? Exactly. That's the thing. They like, almost lost to the Bengals, and their victory was so bad that it felt like a loss for the team. Like just watching the game, like they're all pissed off and angry. And yeah, they played horribly. People. They should not have won. They, yeah, exactly. Like that was awful. So it it makes it hard for me to take Cleveland right now. Their organization looks like they're just all angry. Yeah, <laughs> shitty. I agree. Yeah, Arizona just playing to like build their chemistry. There's like not really like any pressure on them. So and Cleveland's like, defense isn't like good or anything so i know i'm like leaning arizona mm-hmm. right now yeah it's a tough call i think i'm gonna go arizona and like i like kyler um assuming he's all good i'll check the injury reports but i don't think he's been on anything so i assume his hammy's fine and yeah then, that was one thing to make sure he was healthy yeah because i think week 13 he had the hammy thing that limited him enough in the game but he hasn't been on the injury board so it seems like he's fine um and then i like I like uh, Kenny and Drake and uh, Christian Kirk as the main two options for Arizona. If I'm if I'm liking them to win and move the ball, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely big on Kirk this week and uh, and Kenyon Drake a lot. Um, I don't know if I like a whole lot of other people. Yeah, that's. I mean, it feels like the offense is like I know like if they spread it around, but like those are the two. Those are the guys. It's those two. And that's the main thing. Uh, maybe Fitzgerald, but. Because he got seven targets last week for what it's worth. Like, I could, that'd be so hilarious if it's Gerald balled out on Cleveland. Like, isn't that so random that it could work? <laughs> I want it to happen a little bit now yeah. that you said it. <laughs> but um, but I'm, I'm not banking on it. But um, Cleveland side, though, yeah, like I like what you said. Running backs, I think they should both have really good games. Should. So, yes, quote should. Especially, like, I think Kareem Hunt's in for a good PPR game because Arizona's terrible. Well, one against running backs in general, and two, they're awful against pass catching backs, and that's what Hunt's been used for lately. Yeah, and he's good at it. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, did I misread what happened? Is Odell going to play? Yeah, he's he's going to play. He's been playing through a uh, hernia issue, I guess. He's going to get surgery after the season, I guess. Good God. Yeah, so I'm I'm off Odell for that reason. 
Like he hasn't been like bad, but he's not been the he's not been Odell, and so it kind of makes sense now. So if you're kind of like in between some guys, like I would break ties against Odell. Of course, now watch him go off to be stupid as shit. But like I'm I'm Jarvis over Odell. Yeah, and I just remembered that the Cardinals still have Pat Pete. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been doing as well this season just because just like the defense itself is so bad that makes it tough. But yeah, yeah, like, but I feel like he can easily pick off Baker. Uh huh. Yeah, I want. I wonder how many Baker like if we're like because last week it was so funny looking at oh two quick Baker picks and we see Chubb with like nine carries for ninety yards. I'm like, <laughs> so like what? Uh, like the Bengals had the ball for nine more minutes is the dumbest fucking part of that game. Like they yep. should have lost. So they should really just be Trubiskying Baker right now. Honestly, yeah, that line's so bad that. Have him throw 17 times a game. Maybe he completes 11 of them. And then the rest is all just Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, if if the Browns didn't have two, like, amazing running backs, like, you would you would be see, or you'd see a running back just average, like, two yards a carry at best. Like, if they didn't have, like, the two best tackle-breaking running backs in the league, basically, outside of, like, Kamara and apparently Rojo, which is kind of random. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, like, two of the best tackle-breaking running backs in the league. So that like that's helping them tremendously. Like if they had like any normal guy, it would look so bad. Yeah, and it's like who cares how you win? You can win doing that. Yeah, you can win with those two. Just use them. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, if between Odell and Jarvis, I'm super. I'm definitely big Jarvis easily. Um, he had Baker on the same page. They already had a rapport, and uh, Jarvis doesn't have a hernia issue. And then, <laughs> uh. Flowchart, uh, David and Joku. He got uh, three targets last week as they worked him back in slowly. This is the perfect week to get him really back in. Um, I don't know if there's really plenty. The only downside is I don't know how much they have to play for, and so I don't know. Like, they're uh, they've been eliminated, right? I think so. I I think so. Uh, Let me check. Can I see like eliminated? Is it best they could go nine and seven? I don't think they're technically eliminated because they're the eighth spot right now. So they're they're mathematically alive, I'm pretty sure. But let me double check because this one doesn't show NFL playoff picture. Maybe this will show me who's actually eliminated or not. It's like they are, but they're not because you have the Titans are at eight and five, the Steelers are eight and five, and the Bills are nine and four, and then none of them are going to lose out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, I so say they're not eliminated yet. They're they're in the hunt at the moment. Yeah. So, hmm. Oh, the Bucks are eliminated. I just noticed that, huh? <laughs> the Broncos are technically still alive. That's hilarious. Are they really at five yeah. and eight? Yeah, the Chargers are not, and the Jets are not, based on like tiebreakers and stuff. But yeah. So, anyway, where were we? Um. Yeah, so the Browns do technically have something to play for, so I guess they'll probably try to get Joku involved more, and it's the perfect spot. So I don't feel like great about him just because of the situation where he's coming back. But if you're um, like hurting a tight end, um, I mean, I have him on like my my manager's team. I, I picked him up in case Manager's wasn't going to go. Um, he's a fine option if you're struggling. So <laughs> uh, you're back to question mark. I saw you put Arizona, then you said uh, maybe, maybe not. Oh yeah, I had Cleveland. And then I put a question mark, and I put Arizona, and I'm just, I'm, sure. I can't, yeah. You have to, I have to wait until the moment hits me. <laughs> you roll out until four. Um, 
but yeah, I've, I've figured out like if I'm gonna make bets, I should always do it basically the night before. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Unless there's like a line I want to jump on. Yeah. Before it shifts Maybe too much, not. but for the most part, my bets are way more accurate when I make them later in the week, and I've thought about the games a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. You have more to go off of, more injuries and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they so, are a question mark right now. This is a very even game of badness. <laughs> oh, man. And then um, this game is not many injuries in this game. The only thing is like Isabella's questionable, and I mean, you know, we have Odell's groin, but that's about it. But um, next game, Atlanta and San Fran. So of course, Atlanta lost Ridley. Um, San Fran offense is actually pretty healthy, but their defense—they're um, missing their center. But do you want to go through these defensive injuries for me? Because there's a lot. I got decimated, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the biggest one people are talking about is DJ Jones getting hurt. He's their defensive tackle who is really damn good. Um, So, yeah, he's done. D Ford is also not playing. Who's like probably their best pass rusher after Bosa. I don't know. They're both really good. Bosa's still a rookie. Mm -hmm. Uh, They lost their center, Weston Richburg. That sucks. Uh, Jaquaski Tart. Yeah, it's Pelnage Kwaski, despite the spelling. Yeah, uh, I apologize. <laughs> Kwaski there. We could just call him Kwaski, too, because yeah. that's uh, his Twitter handle. Maybe he wants to go by that. So Kwaski, yeah. I always liked him. A good safety out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Sherman is also questionable. Number one corner. And then Quan Williams, their other corner, is also questionable. I think he's their second guy. I'm pretty sure. That sounds right. So. I'm just gonna check it out, but yeah, I think he's there. Are other corners, pretty sure um, you're right there. So yeah, it's a pretty pretty unhealthy team. <laughs> like, on oh on, on defense, at least offense is mostly healthy. But um, all right. Oh, we are we are getting the uh, Thursday night actives in as we speak. Andrews and um, Lamar are in. Of course, by the time you hear this, it won't matter. But mm-hmm. just this is really just for you and me talking at this point. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, yeah, so with with this game, um, let me pull up the spread real quick to see what it was. So San Fran's favorite by 10.5, it's 48 over-under. The the big thing, the big change has been the over-under. People have get, been giving more points to Atlanta, though, because the spread has actually gone down a tad, too. So um, I, I don't think Atlanta puts up, like, a ton, but, like, they're not going to get, I don't think they'll get blown out because their line's getting healthier, um, and San Fran's defense is getting unhealthier. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is one of like this to me sounds like a potential like spread buster game mm-hmm. for Atlanta. Yeah, so okay, I know you like Debo. Who else do you like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like Debo. That's I do given. like Debo. I like him um, too, actually. So it's not just your yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just a, it's a good week matchup for him. I really like Sanders. I like. I think yeah. Sanders pops. Uh, Desmond Trufant is out. Is another big injury. Mm-hmm. Another boost for Manny there. Yeah, so I do like Sanders a lot. I think Debo does fine. Um, I've seen no reason to bench him at this mm-hmm. point. He's yeah, he's been so himself. good and consistent lately too. Like I, I love that. I look back; his last like five games, and he's been on fire. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm happy for you. He's doing well. <laughs> um, I do like Matt Ryan this week, even if they're getting blown out because the Niners' offense is great. Like, do I think Matt Ryan can get good garbage time? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so, I, I agree there. I think the garbage time is fully in play for him this week. And even if Sherman does get himself to play, an injured Sherman who's a little older 
off Julio. Achilles injury against Julio is not ideal. Yeah, Julio does well against good corners in general, and if it's an injured good corner, like both their top corners are hurt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So keep Julio in. Mm-hmm. Ridley would be to me a big old bangaroo this week, but we yeah. have no Ridley. I think this is a good Hooper spot. Like it makes sense if Ooh. if one if one Ryan's under pressure and two if they're playing from behind, like if fits in perfectly for Hooper. I, I think he'll get back to where he was this game. Oh, dude, Hooper is a play of the week. Ooh, oh man. Yeah. Where are the Hooper, sirens now? <laughs> yeah, where are the sirens? Yeah, seriously, damn it. Hooper's a play of the week, dude. Uh, everybody watched last week's game, right? Anybody notice who was scoring all the touchdowns for the Saints? Jared <laughs> Cook, yeah. Before you got it was Jared Cook and Josh Hill and the other tight end. that They pull tight end off the bench to put him in there and score. <laughs> They're clearly vulnerable there mm-hmm. because if it if like if Thomas is open, he's gonna just throw it to Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> but Jared Cook was open, and Hooper fits that profile of. Being they were open attacking the tight end, yeah. using the tight end. They had specific tight end plays designed. So, mm-hmm. uh, super big on Hooper and Matt Ryan connection this week. I'm very thankful that I have Matt Ryan in our league where I'm playing you mm-hmm. because you have Hooper, and I'll at least get some of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I've, I've, and that, in the same vein, I've got like the counter there to you. So, right, we just neutralize. Uh, but um, the rest of Atlanta, though, um, I mean, Ryan, Ryan is in play. I think Jimmy G's in play too. I think both quarterbacks are fine here. Um, but I'm off Devonta here. I'm not. I'm back off of him. He had his game last week. I'm gonna not push my luck. Um, and then yep. uh, Gage or Christian Blake, I guess Gage is probably a little safer maybe, but um, our stream options, I'd say more PPR based, but um, I, I don't feel like great about him, but they're they're there if you just like want a non-zero, at least for Gage. But for me, it's Julio and Hooper for the most part. Yeah, and then, agreed. Um, and then Raheem Mostert. Um, Mostert. They've, Kyle Shannon has pretty much said that like he's going to be the guy. He's like very much just said like Mostert like hasn't given me a choice. Like he has played it his himself into the role. So. Yeah, he's just like I like having a committee, but I can't ignore how fucking good this kid is. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely a good play this week. I think um, the tough part is like where you put him. So I guess we can do our our fun. Uh, this guy or that guy that we always do with, with Moster here. So you could go with this, or you could go with that. <laughs> you can go with this. All right. So um, I think we talked about it maybe a little bit. Okay. So I guess we'll start with Moster or Kenny Drake. Ooh, Moster. Yeah, I think I agree there. Um, all right, Moster or Philip Lindsay. I might go Moster, but I could see you going Lindsay. Yeah, I think I'm Moster. This goes better offense. Yes. Um, let's see. Love Bell or Raheem Mostert? I know this. We'll, we'll find this one out soon, but. <laughs> Mostert. <laughs> yeah. Ceiling's way bigger. Yeah, um, exactly. Let's move up a bit. Um, ooh. Um, I guess I'll ask Mixon or Mostert and then Connor or Mostert. You James Connor? Yeah. Well, I fucking hate that guy right now because I've had him in fa- in fantasy all year and he's been just the most frustrating player to yeah, own. So. Doesn't hurt, but definitely not that dude. Well, I mean, here's the thing though: it is against Buffalo, and the vulnerability is the run game. But are you just kind of worried about re-injury, or like you just every time? Upset? Like I've had, there's been multiple games where they said he was going to play and he got injured like in the first quarter. That's true, too, and, yeah. And just didn't play the rest of the game. It's like wow, that is tough. But um. 
So, like, you know, to everyone else, hopefully he plays well, but he's not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Mixon or Mostert. I think I'm Mostert there. This week, yeah, but in general, I like Mixon better. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean this week, and then um, yeah. last one, I guess, um, Mostert or Hunt. I'm guessing you're gonna. I'm, for me, it depends PPR or not. Like PPR, I think I'd go Hunt over Mostert, but they're pr- they're kind of in the same boat. They're, yeah. They definitely have high ceilings with high catch potential. Yeah, I think if it's half or not, I'm going Mostert. So, but I think Mostert's floor is better. Is yeah, he's, he's in a good spot this week. So, and if Rufy is a lead guy, it's pretty big too. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, we've got the Rams at Dallas. Um, I've got the Rams. You've got the Rams. We've all <laughs> got the Rams. the Rams. Yeah. So for me, it's I think Dallas. It's Cooper, Dak. That's where I'm really at. Like it seems like a game where those two just have to try to put the team on their back, more or less. Yeah. Um, it could be a Gallup week. I, I was considering putting him as a stream too. I do like him as a stream. He, yeah. I think he does better at home. That could just be something I've just completely fabricated. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be more passing game based. I'd assume with Ramsey, he'd be on Cooper. I don't know who they'll put Ramsey on. Huh. Probably, yeah. I, I do kind of like Higby backwards again. Ramsey. Yeah, that that Ramsey should too. be on Cooper. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, Higby 100% if there's no Everett. Higby's been balling. And honestly, this team has looked a lot better. I, is it? I, I don't know about Everett's blocking much, but what it seems like is Higby's just a way better blocker. So what they can do is just run the one tight end set and have their three receivers out there, and it kind of puts them back in their you know most talented personnel set with actually being able to block too, so that, that, that way they can have their three good receivers and actually like give Gurley decent blocking to run. Yeah, exactly. He can come off the edge with a block. Uh-huh. His, so they've been like tight end. they've been way better with uh, Higby in there. But, but yeah, I think Gurley runs it down their throat. Yeah, I like. I think you see a too. lot of Gurley. I remember the this game last year, Rams, Cowboys, and Gurley went fucking nuts. Uh, yeah. What about uh, what about Rams receivers? For me, I think I'm on Cup this week. Cup. Yeah, I can't. I can't do Brandon Cooks. He hasn't been doing anything. So. And at that point, it's just Woods or Cup, but the Cup, I think. And then um, the only yeah, the only real injury here is is Everett's questionable. Um, I feel like he might be more towards doubtful. I don't know, but I don't know for sure on him. But um, yeah, I mean, this I think this will be a pretty good game. I mean, this is literally like Dallas. <laughs> it's got a screw here. They need to win this, but I don't know if they're able to. Yeah, I don't know if they are either. <laughs> So, the NFC East is just dreadful. Uh huh. But um, okay, what I see here is so I see right now Everett might be expected to play. I think he's. I don't have. I don't. I can't find the Thursday info on him, but he's. I think just legit questionable. So um, keep an eye on him for sure. Um, where where are we? Next up, we've got uh, Minnesota at the Chargers. We both have Minnesota here, and I mean, okay, so Dalvin Cook's a given. Um, which uh, Chargers running back are you into, if any? Probably Eccles, but I'm not sure. I'm definitely higher on like Mike Williams this game. Yeah, I'm more into the passing game for the Chargers if I'm picking. Because Minnesota's definitely weak in the secondary. Mm-hmm. It is established. I think Mike Williams torches them. Yeah, I could definitely see him doing well. Um, I guess he'll be if, one of my bangers. 
Yeah, because I guess if I'm if I like Keenan, it'd be kind of like Williams. I think Rivers sort of by default fits into a stream, but I'm also kind of worried that Minnesota defense might like really rattle Ritter. Rivers is my only concern, just like pressure wise. I could, I, I don't know. I could be totally off, but it seems possible. I, I think Rivers is a fine stream. I also mm-hmm. think Henry's a fine like ten point safe play. Yeah, the thing is, there's a lot of, like, I mean, okay, like, there's Hunter Henry, there's Keenan Allen, there's Dalvin Cook, there's Stephen Diggs, like, there's all, like, there's both the charge running backs, like, there's a lot of just really good fantasy players in this game, like, a lot of good offensive talent, so, I mean, what's the over-under at, uh, 45, it's gonna, I think it'll hit the over, like, I think it would, too, just because of, like, how, like, not, like, impressive these defenses are, and how talented the offenses are, like, you gotta think it bounces yeah, I mean, out the that way. Chargers I mean, just put up 40-something on the Jags, yeah, so like you're not a, yeah, they can put up some points. Uh-huh. I, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of fantasy stuff in this game, and then um, the only real injuries, like fantasy wise, are Madison and Thielen are both questionable. With Thielen, I think if Thielen plays, you're safe to play him, just because they're not going to rush him back out again. So, and he said himself, he's only going to play if he's 100. percent So, if Thielen plays, I think he's in play, and then I, I feel like Diggs is an option regardless. Like. Thing is, like, there's so many fantasy studs in this game. Like, it, they all seem like good options, but like, they probably can't all hit, and so that's why I'm like, uh, who doesn't make it? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I want to look at something really quickly because I completely forgot. But last week was Derwin James's game back, mm-hmm. and they just wrecked the Jags. Even Minshew couldn't do much. So, like, was that part of it? Um, like, cause I thought, I, thought I mean. I thought he Durham was, was back the, the previous tackles. week. He was, but it was like his introduction game back. Yeah, and I was like fully back. That's true too, yeah. Yeah, he had six tackles, led the team, beh- one behind this guy, Tranquil. <laughs> tackles for loss, passes deflected. He had one of each. Like mm-hmm. Derwin James getting back there, man. I mean, their defense was really good last year. He might have just been such an important missing piece for them. Mm. That's true that- too. Their defense might be playing a lot better now. But it is still the Chargers. But it's also Minnesota, like we said. <laughs> yeah, man, up. this like this seems to me like a Minnesota loss game. They almost lost to the Broncos, right? That is true. I know we talked. I, I remember almost picking the Broncos, but not. Oh, man. I know. you Almost, almost. And it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Minnesota is good enough to secure this game. Like I they really should, should be. Like I, I like Kirk as a banger this week. He should have a good game. Like okay, this is assuming Thielen's back. If Thielen's not back, I might change it a little bit. But this sets up as a really good spot for Kirk, Field, and Dix to pop off. And it, I mean, you can't really bench Dalvin Cook. Like he gets so he gets enough touches and touchdown equity that seems like an option. So, but if, if oh, Thielen is back, man. if Thielen's back, no, no Minnesota tight end by the way. Man, man. I th- I think this game's gonna be close. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sensing some sneaky chargers happening, dude. Uh oh. Oh man. But this is gonna be a good real life game, regardless, I think. Yeah. The thing with the Chargers is they I've seen this so many times with them, and it's like same old Chargers. I thought we were past this, but you have these Chargers teams that 
are hyped up in the offseason, have a great team on paper, and then they're like one in seven. And you're like, what the fuck? And then November through December, they win out. They go nine and seven, and they barely miss the playoffs because <laughs> they didn't turn it on one week earlier. They're such like, a sticky team. They have it, been forever. The man. most Charger thing ever. So if I'm not going to be surprised if in four weeks from now I see Chargers win out in December. <laughs> But Gosh. still miss the playoffs. Yeah, they're eliminated, so like <laughs> they are eliminated. Yeah. But like, oh my god! So I have weird feelings on this game. I have Minnesota at the moment, but I might end up taking the Chargers in this upset. Isn't that wild? This is <laughs> man. It's fucking something. But yes, for now, on Minnesota. Yeah, it's basically like there's a lot of good players. I don't know who exactly, but <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, moving on to our Sunday night game. We have uh, Buffalo at Pittsburgh. Right now you've got Buffalo. I'm unsure. I think I'll end up on Buffalo. Uh, there's no... For bangers, I just said nope. I feel <laughs> I feel special about nobody. This game has a 36 over under. There's nothing beautiful about that. Nope. I, I do think either defense is in play. But, man. Yeah, for fantasy, I think either defense works. Mm-hmm. There is only one player that I think does just fine in that Singletary. He's, he's been the, really good in his like in his touches this year. I think his volume, his catching that they'll use him with, be, and that's the thing he can do that Gore doesn't really is he is a very good pass catcher and he's fast and quick. So like that kind of differentiates the two of them. I think between those two, he has his safe sort of nine ten point floor. But I'm not excited about him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I would want to ask Juju and uh, Connor. Any interest in playing them? We have no idea how Duck and Juju are, yeah. are together. That's like the thing that's. I don't think I want to risk that in this matchup. I know you don't want to do Connor, and he is risky for the reason of like I, there is a possibility of re injury for both of them. But I think Connor is the one I would feel more okay taking the risk on just because he's a running back if he is good he should get a bunch of touches buffalo is is easier to attack running the ball as as you've seen so right i mean is he like a hundred percent healthy um let me look as they say like because that if he is really gonna play then yeah i like him he's missed a lot of time like yeah that's a thing (laughs) it seems like that like he's good at this point he, like I just looked at my team and he doesn't even have a designation in the fantasy. Aspect. Yeah, he's 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 been fully practicing this week, like Wednesday and Thursday, full practice. So the only thing is, like, like I, uh, I don't think we'll get like a full workload, but he, like I feel like he could get enough touches that he's useful. It's, it's tough, like I said, it's risky, but I guess it depends who you're looking at. Like you know, if you've been waiting on it forever and it's like him or like um like him or Philip Lindsay, that's pretty close. See, like, he has had full practices, but Tomlin still hasn't said whether he's coming back. Hmm. That's true, too. Yeah, there, there's a chance he doesn't play, but I think he does. Fuck. But... I know. God, he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Ju- Juju is less, like... I mean, I, let me put it that way. Like, Connor is better than Juju right now, health-wise, it looks like, just based on, like... Because Connor was closer last week than Juju was, apparently... And then oh, wow. Juju is only his, he has like some partial, some full this week. While Connor's been full practice, um, and Juju was in like a walking boot and stuff too for a bit. So they're both expected to return this week. But I think if I'm taking a risk on one, I feel a little better about Connor just because, like you said, we have no clue how Juju and Duck will be. 
Yeah. I would love if they were just bawling, but I would love that so much. Uh huh. But um. <coughs> yeah. So I guess um, injury wise in this game, I mean, obviously talk about Juju and Connor. Um, Vance is doubtful slash questionable. Seeming like he won't play. I think he got a concussion. Let me double check. But um, and then we also have Jalen Samuels is questionable. So, and I don't think there's anything on the Bills side. But um, yeah, I'm unsure on who I want this game. And then uh. Lastly, we've got our Monday night game, Indy at New Orleans. So we've got Drew Brees. I think he he needs three touchdown passes to break uh, Peyton's record. He's got to do it, like right? Yeah. So for that reason, he is a banger because home prime time against the Colts of all teams to break Peyton's record. Like Peyton's probably gonna be there. Like you got to think too. <laughs> so this is a perfect spot. And like. Jameis just hung up like a donger of touchdowns on him. So, yeah, and on top of that, I also think New Orleans is going to have to score a lot too because I think Indianapolis will get some some offensive work done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there were there were a couple big injuries for the Saints all on their line. They lost uh, mm-hmm. Sheldon Rankins and Marcus Davenport for Oof. the year where they're two starting defensive tackles. Yeah, so, that bodes well for Mac, honestly. It does bode well for Mac. Um, and that will help with the pass game, too. So I like sort of like Brissett a little bit also as a stream. Yeah, like I have a bunch of Colts in the stream section because I don't feel great about them, but like I feel okay enough about them. Like, yeah, they're fine. Like Mac, I think he got enough carries and he could get the touchdown that he's fine, but I don't feel like, you know, amazing. Like, Brissett should get some good looks to Pascal and Doyle, and those should be fine, but not, like, amazing. So it's kind of just, like... <laughs> right. Like, like having Quentin Nelson there and, like, no defensive tackle, he'll just be able to take, like, double-team whoever is yeah. rushing, the, like, Cameron Jordan or someone. So their line should give Brissett a lot of time to throw. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then, I, I'll, I guess, injuries, we you know, we know... The line on the D line, as you mentioned, uh, uh, Jared Cook questionable because he got concussed. As we saw, um, reminder: Paris uh, Campbell is on IR. I almost said Paris Hilton, and then uh, I guess <laughs> Ty Hilton. Uh, as I scream into my mic, there, uh, Ty Hilton is doubtful. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't even know if we'll be back this year, to be honest. But, yeah, but I mean, so who's the uh, the slot receiver? Uh, yeah, let's check. Who, Chad who, Williams. Is it uh is it Marcus whatever his name is? Yeah, let's I guess let's find out who is gonna be uh He's getting, the two. Who's gonna Zach be Pascal's the one, Marcus Johnson's the two. And Chad Williams is the slot. I mean, good lord, holy injury. <laughs> who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me let me go to lineups.com, take a gander. Oh, my goodness. Glad you shared that site with me, it's handy. So, yeah, the slot has been T.Y., but if he's out, it's yeah, Chad Williams. Then the other guys are Marcus Johnson, uh, Seth Pascal, I and mean, is it Dontrell Edmond? Like, fucking... Yeah, I don't know. This is tough. I don't want to play Chad Williams. I think... Fuck. I don't know. I'm unsure here. <laughs> I kind of like Marcus Johnson again. I will say that. Yeah, maybe, maybe Naheem Hines. <laughs> I mean, that maybe? <laughs> fucking who knows? <laughs> But um, good lord, yeah. Oh, so anyway, so I guess I guess let's I guess let's talk about uh New Orleans real quick. I mean, for me, big three. So I do think Camara should bounce back here. Um, I 
I think the game stays competitive enough that they'll actually, you know, feel somewhat compelled to use them. The touchdowns have to break as well eventually. And I gotta think he's plus for receiving touchdowns this week just based on Breeze wanting to break the record. So I I'm back on I'm rolling with Kamara again, but um obviously Breeze and Thomas, that's just a fucking given with Thomas, of course. Yeah. Thomas so. gonna light it up. Chester Rogers, maybe? He's done for the year. Is he out? Dude, I yeah. think... Yeah. <laughs> it's just been fucking shit show, man. I think. Thought, I thought he was hurt. So let me look at last week. So, who was a slot guy last week? I'm looking at just week 14. That's good. Or just, so, it was... Is it Ashton Doolin? Who? What? Yeah, Ashton Doolin played the most slot last week, it looks like. Unless... Yeah, yeah. Ashton Doolin played the most slot, so I guess he's their third guy. Interesting. Hmm... <sighs> I may, yeah. I may just I may just say just Jack Doyle and <laughs> call it there. But, um, so if if Cook is out, um, any interest in uh, in Traquan or or Gin or, or, or where'd you maybe, go if there was maybe no... Traquan? Yeah, there was there was a Traquan sighting last week. Finally, yeah, he kind he tends to kind of string them together too. Because mm-hmm. um, let's see, yeah, because after Cook went out, they, I mean it's either it's either Gin or Traquan probably because I don't want to bank on Josh Hill, so. No. Those guys are stream options, I guess. If um, no cook, if no cook, three Quan or Gin, Gin, whatever. Gin. <laughs> so. But yeah, I, I expect Breeze to get the record here. Um, for the passing touchdowns, like I said, he's only three behind Peyton, or three, so he's two behind Peyton, three to pass. So, and he's got to fend off Brady, who's only one behind him. True, and he has the Bengals. That'd be so funny if. Dude, what if like Breeze like also tries to break Brady's record today? <laughs> or not sorry, Breeze. I mean like Brady also tries to break the record to like be like, hey, I'm here too. <laughs> Guys, that'd be fucking funny. Shut up. <laughs> Who do they play next week? Um, they play the Bills at home next week, but I could totally see him being like, Yeah, I'm gonna break the record today too. Yeah. Try to keep up with Breeze, that'd be so funny. He threw. He'd have to throw four, mm-hmm. but yeah, because but... he he could technically get it first, <laughs> dude. You know Brady's that petty, right? Yeah, of course. So, all right. So Brady confirmed for touchdown. Yep, Brady confirmed. That's uh, kind of funny as shit. Anyway, um, locks and upsets. Um, who 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 you locking in this week? I'm locking in Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm locking in the Rams. Over Dallas, they're nice, just not nice. showing me any reason to pick them. Yeah, I definitely have the Rams this week too, for sure. Show um, me why you should be in the playoffs. <laughs> really, <laughs> exactly. You're going to be right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, don't one of like one it. of these teams probably ends up in the playoffs. Oh, it's disgusting. The fact that the Rams could win this game and then also not be in the playoffs and Dallas get in is ridiculous. Yeah, fucking that division's so bad. Anyway, um, and then upsets. Um, I mean, really, the two upsets that I only feel okay about. You have Buffalo. I'm on Arizona, but I, I, I might end up on Buffalo. But yeah, there aren't many upsets this week that I feel good about in general. Like the favorites feel right for the most part. Yeah, it, it's a tough betting week. Uh-huh. I had, a, had a nice payout last week, and I think I'm just gonna hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only other one like chart like. I do have like Minnesota as a lock, but like Chargers or Dallas could easily upset like as home underdogs. Right. 
Or and, Tampa, like just home yeah. underdog again thing with Detroit. Like they're just awful, and Jameis throws seven interceptions to nobody. What are the odds Washington beats Philly? <laughs> I would say it's about 40%. Like, uh, odds, I don't think like, I'd go that high, but it's definitely non zero for sure. It's not zero. Like 20%? I don't know. It's funny. Like it crossed my mind. No guys kind of hurts it, but like it's possible. Who's Philly throwing to again? Um. Aguilar, <laughs> literally just Ag- went, literally fucking tight ends like Aguilar. It's In tight ends, <laughs> unlike Aguilar. <laughs> oh gosh, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to some some of these games. Should be pretty solid this week, and I'm ready to watch uh, Lamar light it up here in a bit. Oh yeah, he's about to just go nuts. Yeah, sorry. It's, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's cool. 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 Yeah, and um, I'm sorry we have to leave you all. Um, we will be back next week to uh talk about what happened here uh, this weekend and then uh, look forward to our championship week of week 16. Hope you all uh, advance in the playoffs this week. Let's do it.